Brunswick Traveler, and here we talk about New Brunswick stuff. New Brunswick's often referred to as a drive-through province, going to Prince Edward Island or Nova Scotia, but more and more we're becoming a destination province, where people are coming to spend the night, spend the week, or spend the rest of their life. There's so many great, wonderful treasures and natural resources here that we can experience from the Bay of Fundy to Mount Carlton to all of the various things that are in between. On this podcast, I'll be talking about some of those natural wonders. I'll be talking about some of the people that live in New Brunswick, past visitors that have come to New Brunswick, and maybe even some ghosts that I find along the way. And I'll always finish the podcast with at least a couple of events that may be occurring soon or going on right now that people might enjoy visiting and participating in. So for now, let's get started. Thank you for joining me today as we talk about uh, traveling in New Brunswick. Uh, What could be a more fitting way to start this series of podcasts than to start it by talking about moose. A special thank you to George from uh, New Brunswick for providing me with coffee this morning. He went to my website, uh, mbtraveler.com, and bought me a cup of coffee. And the coffee that I'm drinking appropriately is from Java Moose, which is a New Brunswick company. And the flavor that I prefer is a dark roast called Foghorn. And now let's get to talking about the moose. There was a period of time from 1938 till 1960 that it was illegal to hunt moose in New Brunswick because they were almost extinct. But through good forest management and good herd management, they were able to revive to the extent that now we have over 29,000 in the herd And each year, the Department of uh, Natural Resources determines how many licenses can be issued. This last season, in 2023, they issued 5,115 licenses, and there were actually 4,064 moose that were harvested. So about 80% of the time, it was possible for someone to go out and actually find and shoot a moose. 100 of these licenses actually are for non-residents, so it's possible to get into a draw, and if you're lucky enough to win, why then you can come to New Brunswick and you can go hunting during that five-day season, uh, the end of September. If you're a non-resident, you have to have a registered guide from New Brunswick. If you're coming to New Brunswick looking to see a moose, the best place to find a moose is probably in the northern part of New Brunswick on the Trans-Canada Highway from Woodstock to Grand Falls. It's quite possible that you are going to see a moose who will be behind uh, fencing that's keeping the animals off of the highway. But even in the southern part of New Brunswick, it's possible to find moose. My uh, friend Wendy and her sister came from Ontario three years ago, and as they were driving uh, in the St. Andrews area around uh, New River Beach, they saw a moose in the field. So even on a three-day trip through New Brunswick, it was possible that somebody could see a moose. 
John Hudson and I were going hiking in uh, Mount Carlton a uh, few years ago. And the evening before we were going to take the hike, we went to the staging area where we were going to start. And as we were driving back to the tent, a moose came out of the woods on the left side of the car and uh, began trotting up the road ahead of me, just like uh, my car didn't even exist as I was following him. I probably followed him for about 100 yards, and then he went off to the right. And I think he probably had taken that trail day after day, and he could care less that a car was there behind him. John said he was a yearling. One of the interesting things about moose is how large their antlers become, and they lose them every year. Uh, The antler actually is uh, an amplifier that they can hear sound so much better. They can actually hear sound from two miles away. Those antlers are also used to intimidate rivals. The calves, uh, which are usually born in the spring, grow quickly and can outrun a person by the time they're five days old. They can gain up to five pounds a day. Moose, which the native name means eater of twigs, any kind of vegetation is what they really like to eat. And since they're such large animals, probably things on a tree would be of more appeal to them. They need 10,000 calories every day. Moose are powerful swimmers, and they can swim up to six miles an hour. They can live for over 20 years. For the individual who's traveling into New Brunswick, there's a few tips that I'd like to share with you with regard to how to avoid having a collision with a moose on the highway. We have about 400 of these collisions a year, and because the moose is a large animal, uh, typically what happens is uh, when the car will hit a moose, it knocks its legs out from under it, and that 1,000 pounds or so of animal body actually comes and hits the top of the car and pushes the top of the car down. So if you happen to encounter a moose and have a collision, the best thing to do is to fall on the seat, get under the dash, any way that you can, try to get as low as you can. But a better idea is simply to avoid that collision altogether. As you're driving on these uh, beautiful highways that we have in uh, New Brunswick, you'll often see signs that will indicate to you that there are certain areas that there's more possibility that a moose might be encountered. In those particular areas, if you're driving particularly around uh, twilight, it's a good idea to be particularly alert. Uh, Scan the sides of the road. uh, Make sure that uh, you're aware of any wildlife that might be on either side of the road. Even if you're on a highway that happens to have a uh, fence on both sides to keep the animals off the road, don't assume that one might not be coming on the road anyway. You want to avoid any driver distractions. Use your high beams whenever possible. But a moose being so tall, usually even if you have your high beams on, you're not going to be reflecting back any light off of their eyes. Warning signs will tell you more about where these moose are going to be, but even in areas where there isn't a warning sign, 
it's possible that you might encounter one of these moose. In June of the year, there's a lot of yearlings that are roaming around simply because they're not following their mother anymore, and they might be out on the road uh, just simply because uh, they didn't have anywhere else that they wanted to go. So if you do happen to get into a collision with a moose, the best thing to do is try to steer off to one side in the opposite direction of what the moose is traveling so that you're not going to be hitting it right directly. The possibility of blowing your horn is an issue that uh, different people have different ideas about. Some say blow the horn to scare the animal. Others say that if you blow the horn, the moose might very well turn and attack the car. I think I still would blow the horn. What would you do? If you happen to be coming into the province to hunt a moose and got one of those hundred non-resident uh, licenses, there's uh, some various places that you might want to check out. Red Bank Lodge is up near Miramichi. Taxis River Outfitters is in uh, Boys Town, which is uh, further to the south of uh, Miramichi. And then there's Adair's Wilderness Lodge, which is near uh, Fundy National Park. Those are three of many other places that um, you could take a look at. Uh, those three, I will be listing their uh, website links in the show notes. In uh, closing this section uh, with regard to moose, I'd just like to share one particular event and story that I happened to read about. And that story had to do with a uh, father and son that decided to go kayaking on Bennett Lake, which is in uh, Fundy National Park. They went out before 8 o'clock in the morning in their two kayaks, and they kayaked to the other end of the lake. And as they're getting to uh, that part of the lake in September, it's still dark, and they think that there might be a log in the water. But as they got closer, they saw it was the antlers and the part of the head of a bull moose that just happened to be laying there in the water that early in the morning. Well, I have kayaked on Bennett Lake. I think next summer I may take a couple of days and go and uh, set up and uh, actually go out and kayak for a couple of mornings and see if maybe I can see a moose. Yes, I've already seen one here in New Brunswick. I saw a yearling uh, in Mount Carlton area, but I'd love to be able to see a bull moose at Bennett Lake. And I'll come back and give you a report if I do. Now, have any of you seen a moose in New Brunswick? And would you like to share that information with me? If you would, just go to my website at nbtraveler.com and you can either do a voice message back to me or you can simply send me a written message. I might get back in touch with you and get more information about what your experience was with moose in New Brunswick. There are a couple of events that you might be interested in this uh, Christmas season. Uh, one in Fredericton and one here in St. John. The Rockwood Park German 
Christmas market will still be going on uh, December 8, 9, and 10, and December 15, 16, and 17. Uh, the Christmas market uh, has many different vendors there, and uh, the season isn't just about shopping and festive fun. It's also dedicated to giving back to the communities. Local charities will be present there at the market. There is a fee for attendance, and you can go to the website uh, Rockwood Park and get more information. The other event that might be of interest to you is Pine Grove Nursing Home Festival of Trees in Fredericton. It's at 521 Woodstock Road. They have over 100 different uh, Christmas trees that are decorated there. Uh, local businesses have donated anywhere from $250 up to $1,000 to sponsor these different trees and decorate them. And they take donations at the nursing home. Uh, this money supports the nursing home's many different activities that can't be done in any other way. So I'd encourage you to check out both Rockwood Park and also the Festival of Trees there at 521 Woodstock Road. It's been a real joy talking to you today, and I hope you have a wonderful week. Thank you for listening, and go and give a comment, give a reading, and help me to make this even a better podcast.